Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. Hi, welcome to Whole Brain Teaching the Podcast. We're so grateful that you joined us today. My name is Laura Forehand, and I am a Platinum Certified Whole Brain Teaching Instructor. I teach second grade in Missouri, and I've been using Whole Brain Teaching for, I think this is my seventh year now. And as always, I'm so grateful to have my friend Rhonda here. So Rhonda, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Hello, everyone. I'm Rhonda Arlt, and I'm a second grade teacher in Kansas. Platinum Certified Instructor as well, and proud to be a Whole Brain Teaching staff member. So glad that you are here with us today. Yes, definitely. And we are extremely happy to have Executive Board Member Stephanie Meter back with us on the podcast. Stephanie, I think this is like your third visit with us. So that's super exciting. I think you might be the official record setter right now. As a person. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're the the one that's been here the most. So we're super excited about that. If you haven't heard um, our past podcasts with Stephanie, please go back and check those out. She was on episode 11, where she discussed the super improver team specifically for elementary grades. And then episode 14, where she discussed trading cards, which I have started implementing in my class and my students love it. Yay! They are loving it. Um, So welcome back, Stephanie. Um, I'm sure that um, like the two previous times, we are going to just have a blast talking with you. But before we do dive into our topic today, can you tell us a little bit about your whole brain teaching origin story? How did you come about whole brain teaching? Sure. Well, thank you again for having me on. I'm so excited. Um, So excited to be here. So I started whole brain teaching when I was teaching kindergarten it was my first year of teaching and I just noticed that my kids were not listening. Mm. So I Googled um, classroom management and a whole brain teaching video popped up and I just fell in love, fell in love starting really slow, just implementing class. Yes. And the scoreboard and things like that. And then I became an intern in 2013 and wrote many essays, did many videos and finally Mm. became gold certified in 2016. And then from there, I became a Whole Brain Teaching Executive Board member and doing many trainings around the states. And I am just so blessed to be part of Whole Brain Teaching because I've met you guys, lifelong friends, and just happy to be part of this great movement. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great story. Kind of how we all were in a frustrating place and stumbled upon Whole Brain Teaching. It's kind of interesting to look at that. So today we're talking all about Alpha Hawk. So can you explain to us exactly what is an Alpha Hawk? 
Sure. So an alpha hawk is someone that you look up to. It's someone you strive to be and alpha hawks live for others. So an example of an alpha hawk would be Martin Luther King Jr., um, Maya Angelou, um, many people that we just look up to. It can even be someone that you're related to. It can be a friend, people that you strive to be, people that live for others and have selfless courage. That is what an alpha hawk is. So why is it important for our students to have an alpha hawk? It's important for our students to have an alpha hawk so they have moral compass to guide them through their lives, someone that they can look up to. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. That's a really good point. I think that's needed. Yes, especially nowadays. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Definitely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like, how do you go about in your classroom um, Im- implementing the, or introducing, I should say, the concept of an alpha hawk. How do you do that? Well, in the classroom? I have like a big wall that I put an alpha hawk sign on and I put my alpha hawk up first and I talk about my alpha hawk. And then I ask the students to bring in photos or even drawings if they don't have a photo of their alpha hawk. And we just reference the wall and talk about, you know, what it means to make smart choices, what alpha, what our alpha hawks would tell us to do to make smart choices. Um, what do you think our alpha hawk would want us to do through the week to be successful? Okay. So that's how we get to start just by bringing pictures in and they each talk about what their alpha hawk is and who their alpha hawk is and why that's their alpha hawk. Okay. And I heard you say that you have an alpha hawk and you start by bringing your alpha hawk in. So can you tell us about your alpha hawk? Yes. So my alpha hawk is my grandmother. She basically raised me. Um, She's been gone for three years now, but she will always be someone that I strive to be. She um, was so kind and loving and generous and always saw the good in people. And that's what I want to be like. That's awesome. That's awesome. What about you, Rhonda? Well, yeah, I do have Alpha Hawk. I have two. I mean, it kind of floats back and forth, but I would say the forefront is my mother, of course. Um, She raised us as a single parent and always looked up to her and wanted to please her and someone that's always kind of been on my side. And to coincide with that, I would also have to say my daughter is kind of my Alpha Hawk at times too, because she is always my cheerleader. She's you know, even through this whole writing, teaching adventure, she's been always there for me when I was struggling or when I've been successful. And, you know, she's just kind of that little cheerleader I have. So she's like my mini alpha hawk. How about you, Laura? I love that mini alpha hawk. I love that. (laughs) How about you, Laura? Yeah, I may have to start using that mini alpha hawk. (laughs) Yeah, because I kind of like you, Rhonda, I have like, I think of my mom as my alpha hawk, because again, she raised us girls in a single parent home. And and sacrifice a lot to um, raise us. And uh, so definitely she is one of my alpha hawks, but in my classroom on my alpha hawk board, I have my grandchildren actually. So mm-hmm. the alpha hawk, I guess I would think of, of that, that concept with them. And the reason I have them up there is because they, I strive to be a better teacher because one day they will be in a classroom. Mm-hmm. I want them to have the best experience they can in, mm-hmm. in their school experience. And so um, that just reminds me every day to be the best teacher um, and mentor of my students that I can be. So 
I love that. Yeah, that's super cool. Very special. Mm -hmm. So, you know, through the readings on the website and in his books, I see this Alpha Hawk Monday. Can you explain a little bit more about what Alpha Hawk Monday is all about? Sure. So Alpha Hawk Monday is the day we dedicate our week to Alpha Hawks. Um, I set up a sentence frame and my students fill it in using brainings. For example, I will blank to keep my Alpha Hawk proud this week. Then I call on a few students um, to share what their sentence frame would be using the whole brain teaching cycle. So we really just take at least five minutes of our morning just to really focus on our alpha hawks. What would our alpha hawk want us to do this week to be successful? And then it's a really good way to get that oral writing in, setting up that sentence frame, filling in that blanks um, and getting their mind going on what they need to do to be successful. So do you ever address it any other time during the week or is it strictly just on Mondays? Yes, I do. I always, um, often I'll say Alpha Hawk and my students immediately sit up. So if I just say the word Alpha Hawk, they know, hey, my Alpha Hawk's looking down on me. I really need to make sure that I'm listening and following directions quickly. So if I just say Alpha Hawk, they immediately just sit up. And also if I notice a student having a hard day, I will bring them over to the Alpha Hawk wall and I'll say, hey, let's talk about your Alpha Hawk. What would you want to tell your Alpha Hawk right now if you're having a hard day? And it just kind of gets them through that moment of having that hard time. So mm-hmm. definitely I use it throughout the whole week whenever I need to. Okay. Good point. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to just piggyback off what you asked Rhonda, if I could, okay. you had said that you use like the alpha hawk sentence stems. Mm-hmm. You'd mentioned like oral writing. So when you, when you have that sentence stem and you take that five minutes on Monday to talk about that, is that something that they strictly do as their oral writing? Or is that something that they then also put maybe like in a writing journal or something like that? It's just strictly for oral writing, but there will be times where I might say, okay, your prompt today is maybe write a letter to your alpha hawk, thanking them. So I could use that as a journal prompt too. There's so many things that you can do with alpha hawk. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when you, when you said that, I thought, well, that's a great idea. I could do that on a Monday at the beginning sure. of the day. And even if, you know, it wasn't an oral writing type thing, even just to have them write that down as kind of a, a word of commitment to themselves on how they're going to exactly make yes. their alpha hawk proud. Yeah. I love that. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, we had all talked about our alpha hawk, but does someone's alpha hawk stay the same throughout the school year or can can students, teachers um, change who their alpha hawk is? Definitely. Um, it can most definitely change. If someone is inspired by someone else, they are more than welcome to bring that person's picture in or hang it on our wall. And you can have as many as you like. I do not give a limit on that. It, some kids have three up there. Um, okay. I've had kids that bring pictures of their dogs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Someone, right. you know, I mean, it's, they, it makes it fun for them. That makes them have that connection in the classroom. It brings that community sense in the classroom, knowing that they're safe. They have that picture up on the wall to always look at um, if they're having a bad day or to encourage them to do better throughout the day. So I encourage as many pictures and many alpha hawks as you would like. Okay. I like, well, I appreciate, appreciate you saying that because I thought it was just kind of one. And then if they wanted to trade it out, they could, but I wasn't sure. But I like the idea if there's like more than one, like my mini hawk, I could have, you know, yes. two up there. So definitely. I like the idea of um, a dog being up there. Cause like, oh, yeah. if, you know, we, well, we all have dogs, <laughs> all of us, 
podcast today. We all have dogs. And if you think about like the, the traits of a dog, you know, they're loyal. They have yes. love. Um, and those would be great traits for us to have as well. So exactly, exactly. So I encourage it. Cats, dogs, whatever. Good point. <laughs> hey, they're second graders. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. So how can we tie alpha hawks with the whole brain teaching virtues? That's a great question. Since our alpha hawks are examples of our virtues, we can discuss them every day with our virtues. So glorious kind of Monday, we can discuss how our alpha, hawk, alpha hawks are kind. And then, of course, Leadership Tuesday, discuss how they're leaders. Um, third, Wednesday, selfless courage, how they live for others. Um, grit, which is grit Thursday, never giving up. And then brainy creativity, what did they do or did in their life to show that how unique they are? So Good. you can do it all the way through cross follower virtues that we do every day. I like how that ties in all together too. So um, one thing we've been seeing a lot and hearing a lot about, there's a big buzz on Facebook about um, and Instagram about coaches new game called Alpha Hawk Rising. Yes. Can you touch on this new game and give us any details about it? Sure. Um, so we love it. We love it. So every morning I'll put my students um, name on this beautiful graphic that coach made. It's called Alpha Hawk Rising. And at the bottom, everybody's names are in white. Okay. So there's um, Alpha Hawks at the top, which is gold wings. There are blue wings. There are green wings. And um, throughout our lesson, if I notice that kids are improving, I'll change their color to gray. So that means they're just following directions quickly. They're on track. But if I really notice kids are improving, I can move up to blue or green or even alpha hawk. So basically, it's just keep them engaged and really looking at what it means to be an alpha hawk. Because they really want to be an alpha hawk. Because if they become an alpha hawk in the game, they get to answer deep, critical thinking questions. And that really goes a long way with your lessons. Mm-hmm. Coach just put out a new... Um, Every Saturday he's doing like a series and he Mm -hmm. just started a new one with critical thinking questions. Right. So it really ties into the alpha hawk thing really, really does. Um, So every Saturday he has a, a, an hour long free um, Mm -hmm. zoom lesson on how to play alpha hawk rising. I have a couple of questions. Sure. Now your favorite, right with your students I'm face to face yes so how often do you show this screen you know with a beautiful graphics so that they can kind of see where they're at I mean do you do it so many times during your day so they can see where they're at at least four times a day at least four four times times. um we usually in the morning and then we'll do our phonics lesson and then we'll take a brain break and when we do the brain break that's when we're moving I'm moving kids up on the alpha hawk wall oh I see um, and every, we'd probably do at least, I would say no more than three times because we have a crazy schedule, but mm-hmm. they are constantly asking to see where they are. And, you know, mm-hmm. when I tell them that they're alpha hawking, everybody will flap their wings and say, mm-hmm. we're alpha hawking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just love it. And they love, even if they turn to a gray color, that still means that they're following directions quickly and mm-hmm. other kids buy into it. Because they see that their friends are moving up, and even those rascals, they will fall. They will buy into that game. It really goes a long way with your rascals. So how do you balance this with Super Improver? Because I mean, there's Alpha Hawk is like the top rank of that. So how do you balance both of those? Right. So I for what I'm doing in my class right now, 
of course, we're still doing the super improver wall, but I'm using the trading cards for improvement for the super improver wall. Okay. I'm not necessarily using the alpha Hawk rising for improvement for the super improver wall. It's kind of a little bit separate. Okay. Um, they haven't really asked if it ties together. I think mm-hmm. that they're really just looking to be moving up into the clouds and the trees mm-hmm. in, in the game, mm-hmm. but definitely still using, using those trading cards for improvement for the super improver wall. Okay. Because I know that's where I'm kind of getting confused about right. how to incorporate both and balance both with everything. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's really tied together yet. I think maybe mm-hmm. in the coming months, maybe coach might tie it together, but as right now, just the rising, the simple basic game, it's separate from the. Right. Super wall. I still think I'd struggle with balancing both, but I, I think you've got it figured out anyway. <laughs> you just got to have to really, um, you know, the super improver walls all day long for me mm-hmm, because we're, yeah. we're constantly doing that. So I just think of it as the Alpha Hawk wall, the Alpha Hawk rising is just a part of my lesson. That's oh, how I okay. think of it. Part of my lesson. Okay. Yeah. I see. Makes yeah. sense. Well, thank you. You're welcome. It, we always like to touch on how virtual teachers can apply our whole brain teaching strategies in the virtual classroom. So I know all three of us are face to face. How can virtual teachers start Alpha Hawks? Well, if you were face to, well, what I would do, if you were not face to face, what I would do is just have the kids just either send you a picture of who their alpha hawk would be via email or however they're going to do it. And you can make a slideshow, just a slide mm-hmm. in Google slides of the alpha and just talk about it in the morning before you start your lesson virtually. Just, you know, just the same way you would do it in face person face to face. So that's the way I would do it if I were going virtual. Sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so where can our listeners, we've talked about a lot of information here today, but where can they get more information on Alpha Hawks and how to get it set up in their classroom? That's a great question. So definitely follow or join our Facebook groups. Um, I don't think we have an Alpha Hawk one, but they all are incorporated somehow mm-hmm. with Alpha Hawk. Follow us on Instagram. Definitely go to the Whole Brain Teaching website. There's a place on there for Alpha Hawks. And then definitely can email me, um, Stephanie Meter at WholeBrainTeaching.com, and I will help you get it set up. I believe in the second, the fast track. Yeah. I think that talks about how to set up your Alpha Hawk wall as well. It's really simple. Really, really mm-hmm. simple. Just put up a big sign that says Alpha Hawk wall, put your Alpha Hawk up and then have the kids bring in their pictures. And then you can decorate it however you want. I've seen lights around it. I've seen all kinds of pretty things around, you know, make it inviting for the kids, make them wonder what it is, you know? Okay. I think there's a letter on teacher paid teachers that can go home to parents too, isn't there? Yes. I wrote that letter. Yes. That's what I thought. Yes. Yes. And, and Alpha Hawk isn't something or is it something you have to start at the beginning of the year? Or can you start it whenever you want throughout? Whenever the- you want, definitely. Okay. Yes, whenever okay. you want. Yes, it's not one of those things that has to be start the first day of school. You can start it whenever. I think that's the beauty of a lot of the whole brain teaching that we've discussed on the podcast is that mm-hmm. you don't have to wait till the beginning of the year to start them. And mm-hmm. the other thing that you brought up is everything's free. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, yeah. I've never known any other educational mm-hmm. movement that was free. I mean, no. wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anybody exactly. can do it. Anybody can. Yeah. Well, like Stephanie said, be sure to check out our Facebook pages and our Instagram pages for all the latest on whole brain teaching. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us again for such a great conversation about Alpha Hawks. Thank you for having me.
Yes. And remember to follow us on Podbean and to share the podcast everywhere. We will be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. And until then, we are so thankful that you listened.